another exciting episode of Bridge of the Gap, where we're connecting business perspectives. My name is Colton Cockrell. I'm a certified financial fiduciary and independent financial advisor with Share McKinley Group. And like always, to my left-hand side, never on my right, my lovely, my beautiful, my wonderful co-host, Miss Trisha Stetzel. You almost topped yourself. Almost topped almost. myself. Almost. I know you try really hard. <laughs> Good afternoon. Again, uh, Trisha Stetzel. I'm the owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions. And our purpose for being here and talking to our guests is because we want to interview local business professionals and industry experts and bridge the generational gender and life experience gap in business through our own unique styles of gathering information from our guests. And that's what we're going to do today. But before we introduce our very swole guest, I should say, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. So first, Jim Butcher, who's a relationships banker with Allegiance Bank. And our trusted technical go-to guy, Mr. Pat Lee, owner of Video Envy. So now let's go ahead and welcome our guest. The man, the guy who has biceps bigger than my forehead, Mr. <laughs> forehead. I don't know. It, it, it sounded good. <laughs> Mr. Philip Silvis. Philip, we are so glad that you're here. Uh, would it be okay if I gave a little bit of your bio before we jumped in? Sure. All right. Thing. Super. So, uh, a little bit about how I know Philip. Philip and I are referral partners in our BNI chapter. And uh, Philip's been in our chapter about six, six months. Six months? Yeah. Great guy. Um, love his facility. It's amazing. And building his business like crazy. So Philip grew up overweight and lost his mother at 15 years old due to an unhealthy lifestyle. He worked seven years in manufacturing and has a degree in business management from University of Houston Clear Lake. He left his full-time position in 2018 to start only the greatest and open OTG fitness. Welcome, Philip. Thank you so much. So really to jump in, I kind of want you to expand on your bio. I've I've heard your story. So if you could just briefly kind of wrap it up. Sure. uh, Tell us about it because I think that's super impactful why you're doing what you're doing today. Yeah, so I grew up um, the fat kid in high school. Um, I was the kid that everybody picked on because of my glasses and my good grades and all that good stuff. Um, I played baseball up until I was 15, but uh, my mother passed away from a heart attack. I played one season after that, and it just wasn't the same. Um, I didn't have a father as well. I've actually never met my dad. Um, So I was left with my grandparents. And when they passed away, um, around that time I figured out that, because they died from ill health also. Both of my grandparents died in their early 60s, both health-related. And so I was like, man, I really got to do something. So that's about the time that um, I decided to make a change. And it made such a huge impact on my life that um, a few years later, I wanted to start helping people do the same thing. So I started like a little side hustle, personal training. (laughs) And um, so I was working, uh, going to school full time. Um, I own some real estate properties as well. So I thought that that was going to be like my pathway um, to freedom, you know what I mean? To get out of the corporate nine to five thing. Uh, But I just loved fitness so much and it did so much for me And when I realized that everything that I learned from losing weight, I just applied it to my job and my life and um, everything got better. So I was like, you know what? Um, I think I want to do this thing. Uh, A couple things happened at my job. One was I was working, man, at at least 70 hours a week, probably 80 while I was in school full time also. And uh, I was salary and I did that because the the job they couldn't my company they couldn't afford another employee so I was like you know what not a big deal so I'd go back and work from like 
11 p.m. to like 2 or 3 in the morning, you know what I mean, on most wow. days. And uh, be to keep up with production, you know what I mean? But I opened my uh, bonus check in uh, 2017, mm-hmm. you know, Christmas 2017. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like 500 bucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like... Not worth the hours. Yeah, like I got to get out of here. So I, I ended up quitting in March. My clients that I had, I had 11 clients of my own that I trained from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, minus wow. the days I had school. Yeah. And they were like, you know, if you had your own spot, I would go. So I, that's what I did. I, I left my job. Um, only the Greatest started as just like a, a personal brand. <clears throat> so like I literally, to this day, I have thousands of shaker bottles, um, <laughs> hundreds <I've seen. laughs> of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, hundreds of t-shirts, yeah. um, pop sockets for your phone, stuff like that. Um, so I still have all those products and wasted a lot of money <laughs> on them because <clears throat> I was just going to do that and continue to work. I had a good job. You know what I mean? My The owner of the company that I worked for is actually going to give me the company. Uh, and that's why my degree is in business manager yeah. because yeah. he wanted me to, to do that. Um, but uh, my, my clients were like, hey, you know, I'll follow you and whatever, whatever you need, I got you. So um, I, ha- I had enough money saved up to live on. So I uh, opened up six zero percent interest credit cards um bought all my equipment on them uh and lived on my savings uh to get started wow Wow. so you have such a passion for fitness and and that's why i wanted him to tell that story because i wanted people to see why we brought him here because he's passionate absolutely and i love that you took your side hustle and turn it into, because it's your passion, your side hustle was your passion and now it's your business, right? right? And I love that. So can we talk a minute about those of us who may not be as passionate about fitness? <laughs> yeah, so that that's a really good question. I deal with this all the time with clients. Um, the one thing that, that people need to understand, I think, is that it's somewhere inside of you. Sure. I wasn't passionate about fitness either, but I knew that when I was 15 years old, I lost the one person in my life right. that could do things for me. Why? Yeah. One reason, she did not pay attention to her health. Yeah. Right. So you just have to find that thing for you. It's different for everyone. So I can't talk in a general terms. Sure. I can't say this is how you're gonna become passionate about it. But somewhere inside you, you have to realize why it's important Mm-hmm. You, and you don't have to be here's another thing too like my favorite excuse from guys is like I ain't trying to look like Arnold <laughs> don't worry that's we don't want funny. you to and you have nothing to worry about and that's not the goal I, my goal is not to get someone to bench 300 pounds or to run a mile in four minutes like I just want people to be able to live their life and go into retirement living mm-hmm. that's huge people retire and then lay in bed that shouldn't happen. You should retire and, and enjoy your life. And um, I think that people think that it's going to be too much, and that's why they're not so passionate about it. Okay. But if they would just take that first step and yeah. see how it expands all parts of their life, they'll, they'll become passionate. Yeah, absolutely. Now, my friend over here, Colton, he's really passionate about fitness. I, I mean, yeah. So I'm sure you have a different question than I had, which is well, why so, do I have to work out? <laughs> I, well, I'm more interested actually in breaking down what you just said. <clears throat> sure. So because, you know, being in my late 20s, right, and being a male compared to Trisha, who's in her late 30s. No, I just turned 29 again. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, this Trisha week. just Amazing. turned 29 and she's a woman. <laughs> What's the difference in routine? So I'm sure I'd be doing something different than Trisha, correct? 
Uh, definitely. But at the end of the day, um, the same things are going to get you to the results. And those are separate from the modalities. So the modalities are not as important as doing something. So a lot of people, this is just completely my opinion, but a lot of people worry so much about, should I do CrossFit? Should I power lift? Should I run? Should, and then they end up just sitting on the couch. Right. So the modality is not as important as just getting up and finding what you enjoy doing. Not everyone likes to go to a gym and be surrounded by people by a ton of people. Right. So don't do that. Find something. Maybe find a private environment like like what I have, or you know, go go to the park and take your dog for a walk. Like it doesn't really matter. Um, the point is, you just have to find what you enjoy and what you can be consistent with over time. Do you find that as people age, that modality that they're looking for, the way that they exercise is different? So here's an example. Uh, when I was younger, I loved to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I loved to pay my membership every month and go to the gym and work out. And I lost for several years. I, I was lost. I didn't like going to the gym. I didn't want to be in that public environment. And I started riding my bicycle. And that's where I found my passion again. Right for being yep. healthy was riding my bicycle. Do you find that generationally, or even male female, or becoming a mother or getting married, those that makes a difference in the modality that people are using? A hundred percent. And actually, I can even relate to this myself because there was a point in time where you know I was working out two hours a day, seven days a week, and I just wanted to be the biggest guy in the gym. You know, because. I actually lost all of my weight with diet. I didn't work out until I was like too skinny and trying to, you know, get a little bigger. And so I went from the skinny guy then to the big guy again. And I just, now though, it's way different. So now I work out because I want to feel good. So it's like, how can I be the most efficient? And that is especially true as you become older, as you become busier. Mm -hmm. It's not about how much time you spend, right? Or whatever. It's, it's more about the efficiency of getting it done. So it's get in the gym, work out, work hard, or ride your bike, whatever the case may be, and then like get on with everything else. So that modality will change depending upon, one, what you're capable of. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I work with people all the time who were in shape in their 20s, and now they're in their 50s and overweight, and like they want to do the same things. It's just not possible. Yeah. Right? So you have to do what you're capable of, what you enjoy, and what fits your schedule like is that. super important. So really, there's not a necessarily an efficient modality. I just wanted to say modality. Everyone's saying I, I just wanted to jump. <laughs> I on know you right. felt less out. <laughs> I just had to say it. That's so, hilarious. But there's no there's no efficient type of workout, right? It's the most efficient workout is the one you're going to do, right? I hated just going to the gym, going to 24, and just lifting weights. Mm-hmm. I hated that. When I started doing CrossFit, I love it. Exactly. It is so much fun, and I look forward to it every time I go. So I completely understand. And that's the most important thing is looking forward to whatever it is that that you're doing. You know what I mean? Um, One thing I will say is, and CrossFit does a great job of this, is the combination of resistance exercise and cardiovascular exercise. CrossFit is a perfect example when you do those things in conjunction, you, you will get results, no matter who you are, no matter what body type, no matter how old you are, resistance training and cardiovascular training ne- need to be done. Okay. So then you bring up a good question then. So let's say that I, you take anybody, they're willing to do any type of workout, right? Any type of weightlifting, whatever it may be. What do you think the most effective if again if they're willing to do anything mm-hmm. what would be the most effective way to work out and to get in shape and to 
and yes. see results. It's exactly what we do at our gym, OTG. It's um, we combine resistance training with getting with heart rate training. So it's very important to do the major compound lifts: your squats, your bench presses, your deadlifts, your overhead press, your rows. Um, those are kind of the key foundational things. So you, everything you do should revolve around those five things. Those are the most those are the most important five things everyone should be doing. And then we also need to find a way to train our heart rate and get our cardio up. So if you can do one of those, and then right afterwards do something to elevate your heart rate, mm-hmm. let the heart rate fall, go back to the compound exercise, rinse, repeat, and that's the simplest way. It's a guarantee results. So I've heard yeah. that uh, it's good for seniors to continue with resistance. One hundred and ten percent for sure. So uh, actually, I'm not with, a senior, by the way. I'm not. I'm just, just confirm, I'm asking for my friends. Yeah, twenty nine. Um, <laughs> okay, but I actually this is something that I talk about quite a bit. So as you get older, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, um, it is very important to not. It, it becomes hard to grow muscle. Right to build, but maintaining what you have becomes extra important. Okay, and there's studies that show people in their 70s, 80s, 90s, if they have more muscle mass, they will continue to live longer. Okay. And you can just like think about this quick example. This is like the example that I always use is if you have a, a 65 year old or 75 year old that can't support themselves and they fall mm-hmm. or they slip. They're going to fall, break their leg, life over. Makes sense. Okay? Right. But if they have the strength, coordination, and balance to catch themselves, yes. it's like nothing happened. Right. I like that. So, it, uh, yeah, as you get older, it becomes extremely important. Yeah. So, um, I have one last serious question. Okay. How do you lose weight and keep it off without suffering, without starving, without being a miserable person? Um, the most important thing is you have to find something, and we'll use the word modality again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the modality is kind of irrelevant. You don't get to say it, Colton. <laughs> no, <laughs> not uh, But whatever you do today, don't commit to something that you can't do in five years. Okay. So whatever you do today, don't go on this diet trend that you say, all right, I'm going to do this for two months to get me going, and then I'll be good. No. Okay. It doesn't work that way. You have to start on day one with the thing that you can do forever. Mm, so it's more like a lifestyle change. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's right. the most important yeah. thing. Totally. Yeah, and get I think it. that is also the hardest thing to do. It can be tough. It, it can be tough. What I recommend, I mean, obviously I do this for a living, but is to find someone that's done it before, that has gone experimented okay. with different things. And um, you need to take some things into account. You need to take your your current lifestyle into account. You need to take your schedule into account. How busy are you? Are you a business owner? Are you an entrepreneur? Uh, Do you work nine to five? Like whatever the case may be, you need to think about that. You also need to think about your personality type. So an entrepreneur's personality is a lot different than the guy that works nine to five. Absolutely. So those are two different people that could require two different styles of, um, I don't really like the word diet, but it could... Two different nutrition uh, foundations for those different personality types. So you have to factor all those things in to determine what is capable that you can commit to and be sustainable for the long time, for the long term. So I do have a random question for you. Yeah, sure. So if you had to compete in the Olympics, would you rather compete in archery during the summer or bobsledding during the winter? 
Uh, you know, I don't really like the cold, but you know that movie Cool Runnings? Yes, like, I, I do. Always <laughs> thought, <laughs> I always thought that was really cool. So uh, I'll give it. A, I'll give Bob Sledding a shot. Okay. Wow. I was expecting archery, but okay. Yeah, I don't really like the cold, but dude, that's that movie. The I figured reason. you like to flex whenever you pull the bow back. I just assume. You know, I'm not much of an outdoorsman. <laughs> so, to be honest, I don't like to camp or. You know, anything like that. Oh, I'm pretty gosh. spoiled, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, I'll take the bobsled. Okay. It seems pretty cool. At least you're honest. I like to go fast. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, there you go, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. So, in closing, Philip, I'd love for you to, again, uh, give us your business information. Sure. But I heard something in your talk the other night about how you're creating community in your gym. So, Give us like a, a little 30-second snippet on that mm-hmm. and then reintroduce your business name and your name and how we can con- how people can contact you. Okay, so um, I hope that I answered this correctly, but um, if I'm understanding your question, community is about providing an environment yeah. for people to feel comfortable, safe, secure, and confident not only in themselves, but in their abilities to do things. Yeah, and and I, if you I create, if you create that, yeah. people will flock to you. And that's well. OTG. That's right. That's, that's great. Awesome. That's our brand. Only the greatest. So. Yeah, it is. Exactly. That's right. All right. So uh, tell us the name of your business, your name, and how our listeners can contact you. Sure. So the name of my gym is OTG Fitness. Um, that stands for Only the Greatest. You can find us pretty much across any social platforms. Yes, you can. Um, you can search only the greatest fitness, OTG Fitness. Um, those plat- Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, feel free to Google us. We have more five-star reviews than any other gym combined in the area. So um, please do that. You can text or call me directly at 409 409- Three seven zero one zero zero seven. Email, if that's your preferred method, is just Phil F I L. You don't have to worry about spelling my whole name. It's just F I L at otgfitness.com. That's perfect. Wonderful. So let's go ahead and give our sponsors a shout out one more time. All right. Before we close so out thank here. you to Mr. Jim Butcher, Relationship Bank- Banker at Allegiance Bank. We appreciate all of the support that you give us, and of course. My friends, Pat Lee, every time I need something, he's always available. He's our technical go-to guy. He's the nerd. Uh, he sure is. Uh, owner of Video Envy. Now, I do want to throw out a quick challenge real quick, okay. just because I, I am feeling generous. So, um, if anyone can, the first person to post in the Facebook link to this podcast, how many times the word modality, I'm saying it wrong, modality, modality, thank you, (laughs) how many times that was actually said, then you will get a chance to be on the podcast and we'll hear all about your business. So, modality, how many times do we say it? Modality. Does that one count too? They all count. Modality. Man, there's like a ton of modalities going on here. (laughs) Anyway, so we thank you all so much, Trisha. And if there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear, hear from leave a comment as well in this week's uh, Facebook post and we'd love for you to subscribe and share this podcast so that other people can take in this great information that Philip gave us today absolutely now Phil go ahead and buckle up here because I have a disclosure I have to give all right okay so just sit back hold on tight so compliance department this one is for you uh, my name is Colton Cockrell, and I'm with Sharon McKinley Group, LLC. We are located at 820 South Friendswood Drive, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas, 77546, phone number 281-992-5698. Securities offered through Next Financial Group, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Sharon McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group, Inc., 
And this concludes this week's podcast. Tune in next week for another exciting episode. Oh, yeah. Modality. (laughs) 